Good morning and welcome to the SNH Farm Supply High School Highlight Show here on Jock 98.7 ESPN Radio. Guy Newcomb, the scoreboard guy, alongside for the next couple hours. And as always, the Missouri State Highway Patrol reminds us to take that three seconds and buckle up. It's three seconds that could save your life. Be safe, be smart, and be here tomorrow. And we welcome to the highlight show from KSPR, KY3, and Ozark Sports Zone. Sports reporter uh, Taylor Kaufman. Taylor, hey, thanks so much for being generous with your time today. Hey, thanks, Guy. Hope you're holding in all right. It has. Uh, it's been a challenge. Uh, it's March 11th was uh, the last time that uh, that I left the city limits of Bolivar and uh, kind of been quarantined here at the house. Um, other than counting cows and, and maybe going to the grocery store once or twice, I haven't got out much. What's uh, yeah. What's this last uh, basically six weeks been like for for you? Yeah, kind of similar. It's it's strange because you know when you have to get video, it's you have to go out there. Um, but it is trickling down a little bit more. So you know transitioning more to Zoom and stuff like that. And you know for people like us, we're used to going to games and we're out. We're you know bopping around everywhere. And so like. I always knew I was an extrovert, but then like <laughs> I'm like really discovering that about myself right now because I'm like pacing my floors and you know just when you don't leave home, it's like I swear I'm never gonna take an in-person interview or like shooting like a bunch of highlights or a really long day of being out in the field. I'm never gonna take that for granted again. Oh, exactly. It's <laughs> uh, it has been very challenging uh, six weeks. But before we get into kind of what you're doing now. Kind of talk a little bit about your background, you know, just looking at your profile. You're from Kansas City. Um, you've got a Kansas background, uh, South Dakota, Missouri. How did you arrive here in, in, in the Ozarks? Well, yeah, uh, like you said, from Kansas, um, went to school there, went to KU. It's like a sin word around here, but that's where I went. Um, and then um, – a sin word, a swear word. But anyway, so then after I graduated college, I moved to South Dakota for my first job. Um, it was like Market 174, small town, Rapid City, second biggest city in South Dakota, but far west side. It was great. Covered hockey for the first time, you know, being from Kansas. It's not really something that I knew a lot about. So um, it was really neat. Um, I really... I really appreciated my time there, and I was there for two years, and then um, the opportunity popped up here in November of 2017, so I got down here, and it was, um, let's see, it was like the tail end of football season, so Mount Vernon had just advanced, I think, to the final four football, and so I kind of just like jumped in right there, and then, you know, so I've been through three baskets, no, yeah three basketball seasons I don't even know anymore but it's, um, <laughs> it's been a lot of fun and it's definitely um, there's some good stuff to cover down here and I've had a good time what's what are some of maybe the differences you, you mentioned that the, the high school uh, you know, just compare that that South Dakota time to the time that you spent here uh, in, in at the high school level is it comparable back there or are we pretty in this area pretty fanatic about our high school sports Oh, yeah, no, we're very lucky here. Um, I will say in South Dakota, so there's East River and West River, and it's pretty much split by the Missouri River down the middle of the state. So we were West River, Rapid City, and then uh, Sioux Falls was, you know, as a lot of people know, it's on the east side. 
um, of the state, and they had all of the like dominant sports. So it wasn't really a competition when it came down to like state tournaments and stuff. So we're very lucky here, especially on the basketball front. You know, in baseball, it's you know, great baseball, and I don't know, we we have a lot of really great sports, but you know, in this area, we have a lot of competitive teams and athletes um, that are really fun to watch. What got you in, involved in, in the sports reporting side of it? Were, were you an athlete at the high school level? Um, and what maybe was that, that story maybe that hooked you uh, on this in, in this venue, I guess, of high school sports? Okay, well, yeah, I, I did. I was an athlete in high school. I, I did basketball and golf. I grew up, I loved basketball. I, that was, you know, I think my first game that I, like, really – fell in love with the sport I don't even know I think I was in first or second grade KU basketball like my parents went to KU so like that's I started following that at a really young age and um it's funny because I actually both of my parents are artists so I've always been kind of on the creative side and I wanted to do like art therapy that was like my dream I wanted to work in a psych ward Anyways, so that's what I wanted to do. And then my parents were like, you make no money as an artist. Why don't you try being a nurse? I was like, sure. So then, oh, sorry. This is what happens when you work at home. That's all right. Doorbell ring. So anyways, um, yeah. So, and then I tried the nursing thing. And, you know, obviously that's when you're like a creative person, your brain doesn't work that way. So math and numbers, like it didn't make sense. And so after a semester, I was like, this isn't for me. I don't know what to do. You know, when you're young in college, you're like freaking out. And my mom's like, well, Taylor, you know, you've always really liked sports and you know, you've danced and you've all this stuff. So and if you're not afraid of being in front of people, why don't you try like sports broadcast? Then you could be like kind of creative. And that's exactly like what's happened. And, um, so from there, I kind of got into it a backwards way, but I really, I really like being able to use creativity and do sports. And um, so, yeah, it's it's been a lot of fun and not conventional, but <laughs> I'm glad I ended up where I did. <laughs> the uh, wanting to work in a psych ward that that kind of struck me funny. But I mean, I guess you got your wish. The sports world is a little bit kind of bizarre. Yeah, especially right now, I'm I'm literally pacing my floor as we speak. Floor as we speak, I feel like a caged animal. So like, kind of like a psych ward right now. <laughs> it is, it is indeed. Well, you know, you've been working on some things as, as all of us have, trying to get uh, a, a story when there's, uh, you know, basically there's one story out there, and that's the fact that mm-hmm. there's no spring sports and we're still waiting on summer sports. And you know, what what have you been doing here to kind of uh, keep people and, and student athletes in the forefront. Yeah, I, that's tough. Um, so at first, when Misha, before you know, the season was canceled and called off, um, it was it was really tough um, trying to find stories and ways to keep things fresh and whatever. But the second Misha came down, and you know they they made the decision they had to make and called off the season, like immediately, like the ozone, we were like it's all about the seniors, you know? And so we've transitioned to every day, like talking to coaches for the spring sports to give them a chance to talk about their seniors. And, um, and then also 
talking to specific seniors and doing a, a bigger story and it's it's tough because it doesn't make it better and you know everybody feels for those seniors right now because it's just it's not fair you don't have to be an ex-athlete you don't have to be a sports reporter to feel for those kids that aren't going to get their season you know and so um yeah it's it's been um tough and it's they're tough conversations sometimes to have but you know then then you end up talking to kids that maybe you wouldn't have normally talked to in the season and it's not just the standout athletes that win the game that you talk to you know um there's a kid from Billings that I talked to after after the coach told me in one of those interviews that we did for him to talk about his seniors he told me about a kid that he was at the batting cages for three hours before Misha um, announced that the season was canceled and he was out there practicing to get better because he wasn't naturally the best athlete sophomore year he he didn't even start this is Nate Hunt um, at Billings uh, yeah so sophomore year he, he wasn't playing varsity got a start he said it was a really rough game and then junior year he said he wasn't great it, he wasn't doing very good and then he decided like hey listen I love baseball and I I want a chance to be able to play at the next level. So he he put in the work. And then by the end of his junior year, he was second in the order, batting 333, I think. And then come fall ball, his senior year, like the first half of the season, he was batting about 500. Like he, he it was incredible. And then he kind of fell off. So spring senior year was going to be his chance to, you know, have a good season start to finish maybe get looked at by some you know junior college coaches at this point and get to keep playing baseball so it's like kids like that that you just really feel for and I mean there's kids like that everywhere and um so trying to find their stories is is um I don't know it it, it stinks but it anything that I mean as you know like it's all about the kids so anything that you can do for the kids to make it a little bit better is what's um, making it better for me too. Yeah, and it's you know you almost feel guilty that you know we've all had senior years, we've had that senior yeah. night, we've had the graduation, we've had the prom. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I've got a son right now who's who's a sophomore. Um, you know, my daughters have both graduated. My oldest daughter's a upper level math teacher at Bolivar, and she's in her first year of teaching, and, and she's missing it. So it's it's not only the kids, yeah. but the the, the the coaches, um, the student athletes, all of the seniors, uh, the, the teachers, and you know they're just missing that, just like you and I are missing that interaction that we have with them, or that you know we hear the, hear the pop of the bat, you know we're at a game and it's when we're comfortable, and now we're stuck here, and not only can we not get to any things that are going on, we can't even watch it on television. So it's, right. it's you know it's it's very frustrating, and it what. You know what have you learned just about yourself uh, in this time where you've you've had a lot of time? Uh, you know, I've got I've got captive audiences now. I mean, I don't I typically don't have coaches say no to an interview or no to talk about their kids. But you know, an opportunity that I've had to sit back and learn a little bit about myself and some of the other things that I'm going through and how to deal with them. What have you learned about yourself and, and your profession maybe uh, over this quarantine time? Um, well, I will say that I've learned that 
it not to think more about what's going on with other people because you, you can get so caught up in you know what's going on in your life and this and that and it's like you know it's 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 so nice to be able to feel like you're a platform for somebody to talk to somebody else and that's what it's all about you know journalism it's like yeah great stories are great these these awesome highlights are great but like you know getting like letting coaches talk about their kids like that's what's really important and that's what that's what is journalists like we're supposed to be a voice for you know people that can't can't necessarily get what they want to say out the way they want to you know and I, I it's also it has been a struggle and it's been difficult um working from home so switching gears a little bit like <laughs> learning new technology um did never think we were talking about this just a couple minutes ago um that <laughs> didn't ever think that you'd be able to work from home and do all this and that and now here we are and it is going to be really interesting seeing how things um <laughs> look after this you know um because there's no way it's going to go back exactly the way it was because we've we've learned so many things and we're using technology we didn't have to use before so it's it's a tool now you know moving forward there's all this stuff that we've learned and we've been forced to learn and adapting and you know it just kind of goes to show I, I don't know if you feel the same way that just you know you can you can do it even if you don't think you can because you, when you have to you'll get it done you know so it's it's interesting yeah very much so and you know visiting with Taylor Kaufman here from KSPR KY3 in the in the ozone and I mean that's something I would have never thought that I would be doing interviews at home, let alone interviewing someone from the ozone. <laughs> These are two things that I wouldn't have done, you know, six months ago or, you know, even six weeks ago. But to be able to sit here and, you know, I've got I've had Zoom meetings with coaches from Rolla and the uh, uh, the Frisco League coaches. I've got another one with track coaches uh, tonight and. These are just things that I wouldn't have ever thought of, and I didn't even know that Zoom was out there. I never knew what it was. Um, so it's, you know, I've learned, you know, I've learned a lot about myself and a lot about a lot about the uh, the profession. And and Taylor, what what are you guys working on, or what are you specifically working on, you know, right now that people can be looking forward to? Well, yeah, just more of the same. Uh, today I'm talking to the Wablo um, baseball team I'm talking to a couple seniors on that team because last year you know they made it to the final four um and they had a really good chance of getting back there this year um and so I mean I, I don't I don't know if, I, if you were there but at the state tournament last year those Wablo fans like they were small class baseball but they had the biggest fan base I think there <laughs> that I saw from our area and it's just you know so it I on the computer I'm working at from home I actually it's the same one I took to state baseball last year so I have that those highlights and that game and all of that still on this computer so um it's going to be I mean some of that stuff's coming back up and um it's fun to look back at those times and hopefully it doesn't make the kids feel worse and instead makes them you know remember those and feel better that they were there you know well anytime you can share you know, good, positive memories, I think it's a good thing. And right now, that's all the people have to hang on to. And right. Well, and the at, possibilities. Yeah. 
and you look at not only Wablo, you know, and I I spent some time in that conference in the Polk County League as an administrator, and uh, you know, very familiar with Wablo and Humansville and Wheatland and uh, you know Walnut Grove, and of course they've had some great runs in, in softball and, and basketball as well. But then you look at a at a program like Willard with 15 seniors coming back and being oh. nationally ranked, you know, it baseball wise, and you hate it. I mean, you hate it for those seniors, but then you've got to look at those sophomores and, and juniors who this may have been their only opportunity to to make a final four run and get to a state championship so it's not only the seniors that it affects it affects them obviously worse because those sophomores and juniors hopefully are going to get to come back and, and do it again next year yeah. but you know it, it's just uh when you look at this year it's you never would have thought this you know january 1 i mean it's going to give all new meaning or a whole new meeting to hindsight is 2020. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. And, but, Taylor, I know uh, you've got a lot of things going on right now, and I really appreciate you being generous with your time here on the High School Highlight Show presented by SNH Farm Supply and Great Southern Bank. And, um, you know, if we uh, hopefully will happen to run into each other at a at a ball game sometime here yeah. soon, and, you know, I hope it's just not at the blue and gold seed meeting the next time we get to visit. I hope it's way long before that, but I've yeah, thoroughly no enjoyed kidding. it. Yeah, me too. Thank you so much, and hopefully we see you soon. Sooner you, than later. You bet. Taylor Kaufman from KSBR KY3 and the Ozone. We'll step away, take a time out here on ESPN Radio Jock 98.7. We'll be back with the SNH Farm Supply Show after these messages. <laughs> 